Welcome, Soul Fam. You're listening to Let the Sunshine In Podcast. I'm Sarah Beth Sulio, aka Princess Sunshine, the heart healing singing shaman and founder of Royal Hummingbird Sacred Healing Arts. I'm in search of connecting with my soul family. I've been walking my hero's journey for quite some time now, and I'm ready to join forces in a more intentional way to collaborate with those on a similar path to being of service in the highest and best way possible. I'm here to share my experiences, my medicine and wisdom, and to also connect you to some amazing souls I have met along the way. Consider me your biggest cheerleader, your number one fan, because I believe that anything is possible 100% of the time. So let's dream big, shoot past beyond the stars, and bring a new world into being. Why? Because we can. I'm so honored to share this time and space with you because I'm sharing all my love, spreading joy, and shining light on all that is. I hope you enjoy this episode of Let the Sun Shine In. Do you know what time it is? It's shine time. 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 It's shine time, shine time. Come on. Hey, hey, sunshines. Welcome back to another episode of Let the Sunshine In podcast. I'm your host, Princess Sunshine, and as always, it truly is an honor to spend this time and space with you. Welcome new listeners and welcome back current followers. I have some updates to share with you. Again, I'm so sorry for the four-week absence. Life has been lifing, and ever since my last episode, I basically jumped into another round of shaman training which basically opened my world up to new things to look at. And so what I'm going to share with you is basically an update on where I've been and what I'm doing now and kind of share with you what's going on in my life. So as I mentioned, um, I re-entered shaman training and I did this one to assist the shaman mentor teacher of mine, Christian, um, and two, to really solidify the techniques I've previously learned. Um, I really wanted to come into this another round to really pick up on the stuff that I may have not picked up on the last time around. And um, I'm so glad I did because this time around, I was able to take in more information with a better understanding with, with what is actually happening. And what I'm excited to share is... I'm so much more confident in my shamanic work. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, last year I learned it, wasn't too comfortable. I've attempted it and then really, like, kind of stayed away from it because, again, I wasn't confident with it. But now, this second time around and learning the different techniques and tricks, oh, my gosh, I am able to extract like no other's business. <laughs> it's so exciting to be able to... Uh, serve in this way now, you know, because a lot of us carry heavy shit, you know, and um, not knowing, you know, everything is energy, like, you know, some sometimes this energy is really heavy. And, you know, we do as shamans have the opportunity to help our brothers and sisters um, move this energy so that it's no longer in our field and whatnot and freeing us up, you know. So, um, 
Anywho, I don't want to like go on a rant about things that maybe people may not know about, but um, I'm just going to go ahead and go through like my shamanic training in a sense, but not into too much detail. Um, but basically within our shamanic training, it's two weeks of training. So we just completed our first half, which basically was broken down into two sections. Um, when going through the medicine wheel, we go through the four directions and each direction is related to like a different area of our life. And so this time around we practice or we worked on practices from the south and the west. And you know, when we're going into the medicine wheel, if you're not um, knowledgeable about that, um, again, there's different practices and how uh, we go about our days and lives and how we can, you know, work on becoming better people. So, you know, going into the South, it's really all about, you know, physical reality, you know, basically what's happening in the physical world. And, you know, there's four practices of the South that we learn throughout our training. And I'm just going to talk about one that I'm currently practicing, and that is non-judgment. And I have found when I actually step back about, you know, I've seen how I could be judgmental and, um, you know, being aware of these practices really, really gives me that extra look on, wow, um, is this is not a thought form that I had myself. It's something that I learned from someone else that I'm carrying with me into this, into this reality, right? So, you know, it goes back to self-awareness and being able to look at yourself and how you're showing up and how you're standing in your power. And yeah, so like, Again, it's just, you know, looking at yourself takes a lot of courage, right? Because, you know, there's some things that you may discover as you're becoming the observer of your life. And you're like, holy shit, I didn't realize I was doing that. And so that's where I am right now. Um, again, as my third time around the wheel, I kind of know what to expect. And like, I feel like this time around, I'm really refining, really refining and looking deeper, deeper, deeper into my shadow aspects, you know, and um, learning how to instantly catch certain things and thought patterns and being able to shift that instantly. So I literally have become a master of my energy. I mean, at least I'm working on becoming a master of my energy as far as, you know, becoming aware of what's mine and what isn't. And, you know, what I've learned is having daily rituals and practices to hone in on your own energy is really helpful with going throughout your day, right? So one thing that I like to do in the morning is fire breathing because that actually helps me with personal power. It also helps me get ready for my day. Um, but it also is a practice that I use in my in my practices for work because, um, like I said, breathing is, is our life force and being able to use your breath for certain techniques and tools um, is very helpful. So being able to master how you breathe and and the time you hold it and release it and all that. It's, it's a whole thing, right? Um, and then also another thing too, before I start my day, I love to send love and joy to everyone I'm going to meet for that day. I mean, although I may not know everyone I come in contact with, it is my intention that whoever I come in contact with is going to feel my love and joy because that is what I am working on embodying while here on earth, right? So my goal, again, is to embody love and joy 
and share that with the world and show people that it is possible. So those are one of the practices or two of the practices I like to do again is my breathing and then sending love out to the world. Um, you know, um, another thing that we worked on is being in the West and the West is more related to our relationships and our shadows and our darkness, so to speak. So we become more aware of, of those things in our life, you know, and Again, with each direction, there are practices, and the one practice that I'm working on with the West right now is non-doing, because as you guys know, I've always been to each and every single thing that finds like a way into my heart, right? I've always had people say, can't you just focus on one thing? I'm like, no, I just want to do everything, um, and so... As I'm going through this wheel the third time around, I literally am practicing on non-doing. And, and that also goes in alignment with non-suffering, which is also another practice of the South. Now, non-doing is more about being in the flow, right? Not forcing anything to happen, mainly staying in the present. And um, as far as non-suffering, that's the same thing. It's about being in the present not going too far forward in the future of what you need to worry about or take care of, but necessarily just being in the present. And so I have found more so when I am in the present and not worrying so much about the future or what has happened in the past, I actually am more joyful and more free because none of those thoughts are, are basically weighing me down, you know? And so as I go through these different directions and different days of my life, you know, each day I'm practicing something from the South and the West to help me become a better person. And it's not easy. It's not easy to be the observer sometimes because sometimes as you are the observer, you do see that darkness and you're like, shit, I, I can't believe I was like that. I can't believe I'm doing that. And so, but that's also, it's also a great teacher. You know what I mean? It's, it's a great teacher in being able to, again, be self-aware and also patterns, noticing your patterns and being able to notice them and break them, you know, because again, if you are into wanting to be the better version of yourself, you're always going to look on how you can be a better person from, you know, five minutes ago even. So what I've learned is really I... Number one is just to always be in service, to serve with my heart. Number two, become the observer of my life. And number three, I need to be the change I want to see. So with all that being said, again, I look back into my inside within, like how can I be the best version of me to be able to help spread this love and joy? And so again, it's just always, I got to return to my heart. I got to tune in and connect and then again, share my love and light with the world. And I feel like that has been my key to, you know, moving on in this life. And um, yeah, um, I do want to mention, like, as I go through this wheel, the first time around, you know, I as we receive rights as we go through these practices. And the first time I received these rights, I would say that I did receive them, but did not physically feel them. Um, this time around coming through the rights and receiving them again, I actually had physical sensations coming into my body. 
Um, what's so crazy is, is I was receiving the Sears right and the Sears right, I could literally feel enter my head and it almost felt like a crown was being drawn onto my head and then a necklace right after it. And, um, yeah, it was just so magical. I, I, I can't even express like what is happening because there's so much expansion happening in my field right now. Ever since France, ever since France, I feel like things are just opening up. Um, I was seeing lights in France, right? So again, my eyes were, my new eyes were opening. And then with this Sears rights, it's like I can see deeper. I can see beyond the surface. It's almost like I can see energy in front of you. And when you're talking, if it's not in alignment, it's like I can see where the the um, disconnect is. It's like the weirdest thing ever. I'm still learning how to use this gift, but you know, it's one of those that um, the more it comes, the more I'm observing and, and learning and learning my symbols, so to speak. So I'm still learning my gifts. I'm still expanding on them. Like I still don't know what everything means in this moment, but as they, as they, you know, recur from time to time, I'm, I'm taking notice and and, you know, putting it in my memory bank. Like, for instance, um, when I'm working in sessions now, like, I have these heart palpitations. And, like, it started becoming more more and more after, like, this ending of this first half of training. And I thought, well, wow, that's kind of odd. But then when I actually paid attention and tuned into it, I've noticed that when I have the heart palpitation, it's actually once I've cleared a chakra that it means it's done. I was like, okay, let me see if this happens for the next thing. So then I move on to the next chakra. I clear it. I get the heart palpitation. It's done. It literally is done. So I'm like, okay, that's a physical feeling that I can use to let me know that a certain chakra is cleared. So that has become a symbol that I have learned to use as an indication that I need to move on. Um, you know, uh, we were going through the West and we received a uh, right through our Mesa, which is a, our medicine. Um, how do I even call this? So basically, it's a Mastana that holds my, my medicine stones. And basically, um, we were instructed to sleep with our Mesas one night. And in the West, I remember, so Mother Jaguar is all about um, tearing apart all that, all that's toxic or not right, in right relationship. She's all about devouring anything that's dead and putrid in our lives, whether it be emotionally, situationally, what have you. Basically, she's here to basically just rip apart what doesn't serve you, right? Well, one night I was asleep and I was suddenly awakened. Like, literally, it sounded like Mother Jaguar was right in my ear. It sounded sh like she was devouring, like literally chewing something up, some prey, something but it sounded so crazy scary to me it woke me up I literally was like oh my god and my roommate was like oh my god are you okay <laughs> and I totally was but it literally like I woke up to the sound of mother jaguar just munching and praying on whatever it was but at that moment I I knew I was like okay there's something that came up that was not no longer needed in my field and that's what she was doing she was literally eating it up Another time, like, as I was going to sleep, I heard my mesa loudly. It said something to the effect of, Tai And I remember hearing that word before. 
And it actually is a right that we receive, um, the creator's right. And it was so loud and powerful, and it was a masculine type voice. Again, it woke me up, but then at the I remembered, I was like, no, 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 this is my mesa. These are my medicine stones. This is this is me. Like it's all good. Like I had to talk myself into like into being calm because I was I, again. It kind of frightened me, but at the same time, I'm like, no, that's the creator's right. Like I know everything's cool. So like I was able to go back to sleep. But it's so crazy. Like my hearing is is definitely opening up. And I don't know if you guys are on Facebook, but I share about my experiences on Facebook. And um, I recently shared about my experience with the Peruvian whistles. One night, we actually had a night where there were eight Peruvian vessels, which are basically like whistles, and we had a ceremony with them. And uh, there was an inner circle and an outer circle. And basically how the ceremony works is we're blowing into these vessels, which are whistles. Each one has its own frequency, its own sound. And um, basically all eight have to be going at the same time. Like our goal is not to drop the sound. So basically everything has to be going at the same time. Now, how is it, how it works is each round is 11 minutes. The inner circle is whistling for 11 minutes and then we switch out. So then the next group is 11 minutes and then we switch back one more time for another 11 minutes. And then the final 11 minutes is silent. Now I had volunteered to go first and third round. So before we had the ceremony, we did do a test round on how to use it. So, you know, there is a certain way to use these vessels. You have to bow your head. You have to have the right amount of strength from your gut to blow into it to have the right sound. Now, I was struggling at first, you know, but I also did have a conversation with my vessel because it was a living thing. I literally said, hey, it is my deepest heartfelt intent to use you to use you correctly, properly. I am so sorry if I mess up. I It is not my intent. I just really want to be an Aini and in right relation. And it is my heartfelt intention, again, to usually use you correctly. So here we go. So I'm doing the thing. I'm blowing the whistle. 11 minutes comes up. Now, as we switch, you can't switch as a group. You have to switch one by one because, again, you can't drop the sound, right? So we have to watch for cues. So it comes to my time to switch out. I go to the outer circle and... Uh, where my partner was behind me, she was actually up against the wall. So we switched spots, and now I'm up against the wall. So she's up blowing for 11 minutes. Now, through the 11 minutes where I was on the outer circle, my head turns to the left on its own, like just naturally. Um, I'm guessing, you know, I had something to look at on the left side. And, you know, like, well, there's nothing really to look at because everyone's in ceremony. So I try to turn my head back to center, and it just would not go. I'm like, okay. So, you know, I just basically, you know, re-go back to the left side. And I swear to you, my head is like held in position for minutes. Like, I don't know if exactly is happening, but I could totally feel something happening with my right ear. Almost like it was being cleared out, cleaned out, surgically, something was happening. And, you know, it was getting close to 11 minutes being up. I don't exactly remember the time marker. But basically, as it was time to start to, like, switch over again, there was a release in my head, and then I was able to go back to center. And when I got back to center, it was like, I there was a total shift in my hearing. It was, like, the, the weirdest thing ever. Um, now, let me tell you about the sound of the whistles, which I forgot to mention. So, these whistles are definitely high-pitched in tone. 
Um, some people, when they go to these ceremonies, can't even last the whole ceremony because it gets so uncomfortable. Um, some people have said that it sounds like alien communication. And again, that's all perspective, right? So, anywho, we go to change. I go to finish my final 11 minutes. And then we go into silence. When we go into silence, it's the craziest shit that happens. Like, Again, something happened when I was in the rest period, and then again, we're in rest period where it's silence, and I'm starting to hear things that are out of this world, like, I don't even know how to explain it, but basically, it's just different sounds, I'm hearing them, I'm allowing them to come through, and yeah, it just, my ears are just open, and it just, yeah, I'm just experiencing, right, um, and when we get to sharing at the end of this ceremony what was so crazy is my sister lauren elizabeth who was sitting across from me um if you guys remember i said i had a conversation with my vessel and i wanted to make sure everything was right she said during the ceremony a creature jumped out of my vessel the one that i was blowing into jumped across a few knees it jumped onto her shoulder and told her a joke and she laughed hard she was like there wasn't even any words i don't even know what was said but it was a joke and it definitely was funny as hell And so I just thought that that was funny because I was so nervous about not doing it correctly. But again, I put my heart and my heart in it and just did what I had to do and just said, hey, let's just do this. And we did it. And I just find it funny that, you know, that this creature comes out, tells a joke from my vessel. No one else had a creature come out of theirs. So I just thought it was super cool that, you know, we did become in right relationship and all is well. So I know now, like, the unseen is definitely, definitely, definitely helping me and working with me on this side of the earth and dimension, and I'm just so much more confident in my work these days because, yes, I work with spirit, and although it's not quote-unquote visual to me, there is a feeling to it, and I am, I just, I just know things are just happening and, you know, working for the highest and greatest good. Again, that's what I intend for in my sessions, you know. But, um, yeah, so that's what I've been up to. Um, I literally am working on really building my shamanic practice here in my office. Like, um, I recently moved into this office two months ago. And so now I'm finding more time to be in this home so that I could be able to service more people and yeah help people you know get on their path of finding their true selves and their hearts and just remembering who they are i just get so energized when i'm able to help people just remember their light and you know it's just such it's it's so nourishing to my soul to be able to see someone come in one way and leave another and there's there's nothing that can that can like trump that you know and I just know because I am coming from my from the deepest part of my heart and wanting to help people move on that you know that healing will happen here it will always happen here because I hold that space it's my intent and like you know I just I just want to be the best I can be for myself and for others and you know again just help people move along so that we can have a brighter place to live in and just have a nicer, a nicer world and all that good stuff. So, anywho, if you'd like more information on my services, I am all about healing. 
addictions, relationships, trauma, anything relating to death, um, anything, anything where you're feeling heavy, I'm here to help you move that energy, help you feel lighter and ready to, you know, go again with your heart's path and yeah, just help you move, like help you get going again. So if you're feeling low, if you feel like you need an energetic boost, please check me out on my website, www.royalhummingbird.co. And I am glad to guide you on your path. So with that being said, I will give you more updates as they come. And I'm so glad that you joined me today. I actually have a few guests that are going to be coming on here in the next couple of weeks that I would love to share with you their medicine and how they can help you. And yeah, I can't wait to introduce them to you. So again, thank you for joining me today. I look forward to staying in touch and helping this world become a better place. All right. I love you guys and we'll talk soon. Bye. Wow. That sun was surely shining through today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Let the Sun Shine In. I truly appreciate you tuning in and being open and enlightened by today's conscious conversation. I invite you to share your love by rating, subscribing, and or leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the best and only way to let me, Princess Sunshine, know you're enjoying the sun and to keep on shining. Make sure to check out the show notes for links to all of my goodies, including my socials and booking links. Until next time, keep on shining!